Hello and welcome to the Daydream Believers podcast. I'm your host, Liz Chirelli. Here you'll find a monthly dose of insight to help keep you motivated, inspired and informed so you can continue working towards your dreams. We cover a variety of topics so you can become the person you need to be in order to turn your dreams into reality. Every now and then we'll also bring in some music artists to showcase some of the best electronic music there is out there. Thanks for listening and remember to head to lizcirelli.com to download my free ebook on what it takes to achieve your dreams. It contains a free morning motivation that you can download and listen to every morning to guarantee you start each day strong and stay on the path to success. Now, on to the show. Hello, Liz here and welcome to another episode of the Daydream Believers podcast. For this episode, I'm super excited to welcome another Daydream Believer himself, James Willis. Welcome, James. Thank you so much for joining us. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So James has always had a passion for music, like myself. (laughs) And he first started recording over 20 years ago. That's epic. He grew up in the East Midlands in the UK and then he moved to Cornwall in his early 20s. He had to take a bit of a hiatus from music between 2005 to 2012 um, as his little son was born and he decided to take a job working on the railways. James may not have been making music over this period but he listened to music religiously while driving up and down the country from job to job. In around 2012 Unfortunately, his relationship started breaking down, but every cloud has a silver lining. And as a result, he threw himself into music production again. Fast forward to 2017, he released his first album through the distribution company Amuse, which I also use. They're brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) And he's now released no less than six albums and two singles. That's absolutely phenomenal. And he says he's got no intention on stopping anytime soon. So, James, thank you so much for joining us and being open to sharing your story with us. That's okay. Mm. So tell me, what, um, what made you first get into music? What was your first memorable encounter that made you go, yeah, this is, this um, is a passion? Well, ever since I was a young kid, I was listening to music from my mum and dad and brothers and sisters. Ever since I can remember listening to music, I just wanted to get into it. It's a great thing, yeah. So there was always lots of music playing in in your house. Yeah, dad was into his fifties and sixties, mum, yeah, sixties, seventies, and yeah, you know, I can't really pick out any genre because I just listen to all of it. Oh, amazing! As I was growing up, brothers and sister are older than me, so my sister was listening to like the jam and adamant stuff like that. <laughs> growing up, and then. As my brother was getting older, he was getting into DJing, so he used to mess about in his decks and wasn't that good. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I could never get the beats on. I used to just end up scratching and stuff like that, messing yeah, around. Yeah. But yeah, 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 it was good. I had a guitar when I was about six year old. Really? I want, yeah, I wasn't that good. Guitar and a ukulele. But I didn't take it serious until I was about 13, 14. I started learning off my cousin and yeah, got into that. Uh, gave it up for a bit as I go into the dance scene and that, that, yeah. So late 1990s, I got a PlayStation 1. 
and they had this music program on there and started overdubbing the guitar and effects onto that, just messing around. Sounded pretty terrible. I had some fun at the time. Yeah. Hey, the first pieces of music you write are never good. Yeah, I've got I've got CDs and even tapes. I've got loads of them. Yeah, sounded terrible. I had fun. Some trouble. Yeah. Fantastic. So, did you you never had like any formal music training? No. So my cousin taught me for about a year or so. Most of it come from myself, really. Amazing. Kind of self-taught, learnt by you. Yeah. Amazing. I think that's why my music's so different really because I'm not really following any genre it just just comes out yeah. you know depends on how you feel at the time isn't it really yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. pure and unfiltered <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah back then I didn't really have much recording equipment so I had two tape decks so I sort of record a bit and then dub over it with another bit oh yeah. nice. <laughs> amazing yeah, yeah. so when, when would that have been then when were you recording like your first tracks I used to write my dates on the old tapes. Yeah. 1998 of my first ones. 97 maybe. Yeah. I'd sit there for hours messing What were I good at guitar then? So I used to mess about with my effects pedals, digital delay and flanger and all that. Yeah, yeah. Messing about the knobs and that, you know, making weird noises. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Fantastic. I see you've got quite a selection of guitars there behind you now. Uh, yeah, I've got my acoustic where I play the most. Electric and the bass. But yeah, let me see this. This is my little studio here. Amazing. It's like an old Bruro. Oh, <laughs> neighbor gave me it. Nice. That's what, that's what I plugged my iPad into. Let me see it. Yeah. The guitar. <laughs> yeah, I use, I use Cubase on that. Yeah, that was going to be my next question, actually. What, yeah. what um, DAW you use? It's quite expensive to get Cubase on PC and all that. Yeah. But on the iPad, it's really cheap. So about 20, 30 quid or something like that. Oh, really? And you can do so much on it. Yeah, oh, wow. it's really good. I'm doing drums and everything, yeah. So you make yeah. your music on your iPad? Yeah. yeah That's fantastic. That's yeah. brilliant. That's a great <laughs> message to any musicians out there who are trying to yeah. save up for a laptop or you know yeah, expensive gear yeah. yeah well 20 years ago you can you'd have to spend a lot of money to get a good recording studio yeah. in your home yeah but now you can do it all on your phone or ipad yeah it's, yeah it's really good it's amazing <laughs> that just actually yeah. reminds me of somebody i had a I, it escapes me who it was now but i was having a chat with somebody who had to deliver a vocal for a project <clears> like <throat> mega mega urgently and he just recorded yeah. it onto his phone and sent them the file yeah like that way yeah and he said yeah they used it it was fine and i was like wow that's really a sign of the times yeah (laughs) the technology is really good they say the technology and your phone nowadays is the same technology you had to send man to the moon or something like that seriously yeah wow back back then it's so you know primitive basic yeah you can basically put in your phone now yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I was talking to my dad the other day. He's eighty-four. Mm. About yeah. how things were when he was a kid, you know, and he was mm. like, "Yeah, we didn't have a TV. We didn't even have a radio. <laughs> you know, like we woke up yeah. when the sun rose. It's of wood to play with. So he grew up in the country yeah. here in Italy, so there was not much of yeah. anything. Wow, God, the changes that that generation has seen. It's yeah." 
So when you were you when you were a kid, who were your favourite bands? Did you have like one or two oh. or maybe three like standout bands that just blew your mind? I was really young. It was like Michael Jackson and stuff like that. And yeah, I don't know anything sort of got me moving, dancing. I used yeah. to love dancing when I was younger. Yeah. So where did yeah. you get into dancing in the nineties? Um, sort of early nineties. My same brother got some Technics decks and. Amazing. I used to sneak in there when he went there and sort of scratch all his records. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> used to get all the white labels and all that, you know, yeah. all the underground scene back then. Brilliant. Because yeah. I, I used to DJ, so that's something close to my heart. When you said Technics, I was like, oh, I remember my Technics. Yeah. <laughs> the old slip mats. Yeah. <laughs> it's all different nowadays, isn't it? It all does it for you, isn't it? So. Yeah, with Tractor. Yeah. And- uh, I've got Tractor on my iPad actually as well. Have you? I've, yeah, I was thinking in the future I might start mixing my own tracks. Yeah, yeah. you should. That would be super fun. You've got enough material. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. I've got a lot, but it's not great. But you know, I'm thinking this time next year I might have something pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're working yeah. on your material at the moment? Yeah, I work on it all the time. Yeah, I can lay down two or three tracks in about an hour Brilliant. but it's only like the basics and then yeah. i'll leave it for maybe a week maybe in a month and i'll come back to it you've got to be in the right frame of mind now and yeah it's true you do you do <laughs> yeah you've worked on the track too long you kind of moved on it's sort of merged evolving into something else i think oh, yeah and i'm, <laughs> and I'm putting it to one side and start something else yeah and come back to it so you know what i mean <laughs> yeah totally do because like, yeah as you know yeah. Album last year and i'm still kind of promoting it now but it's like oh there's a part of me that just wants to work on new stuff um, yeah. rather than you know kind of get stuck on on that because like you say you know it's like you've made mm. that by the time it's yeah. out it's like you're ready to move on now <laughs> yeah yeah i watched a documentary on prince a while ago and he says he got to a stage of so it was so good writing songs he'd write one every day wow yeah yeah his, his manager's like sick of him <laughs> so he, he released an album he's like ready to release another one they wanted him to go on tour and promote this album and you know he, he, he was bored of it he was like, yeah, no, to do all his new stuff <laughs> yeah yeah the scene has got loads in his archives so. his label's got a 10 albums worth <laughs> yeah prince, prince tracks yet to be released <laughs> oh no oh no have you, when, <laughs> you got plans to release uh, another album soon uh, i've got an album to i've got a single released on 22nd of this month oh cool it's a couple, couple of the uh, new album coming out and a bit after that i've got a new album with a few tracks on it fantastic but i'm already working on my next album <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah it's, it's just fun it's time to do it that's true yeah, yeah. Mm. so you say that you do you manage to work on it every day yeah some days you know i'll be on it all week and then i'll give it a rest for a week sometimes you need to get some more creative inspiration don't you? Mm. i say look most of it's electronic music at the minute but i'm trying to move more into my acoustic sort of guitar sort of music yeah okay who would you say um, Sorry. Electronic wise, probably Prodigy, Alternate, remember them? Yeah. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, Prodigy was probably the biggest influence. Brilliant, yeah. So apparently they used two like Amiga computers back in the 90s to do their first album. No way. Yeah, if they could use something as simple as that, then why can't I use 
like a PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> with your effects pedals, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, just gotta use your creativity, you know. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think you know, yeah, whatever works for you. Like I often have people saying to me, Oh, like what DAW should I use and what setup should I get? I'm like yeah. download <laughs> all the demos, try them all out and see which mm. one works best for you, you know? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Which I can tell you which yeah. one I prefer, having you know, experimented myself, but Yeah. Um, I see you've just gotta experiment, haven't you, really? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think it was late nineties. I really started get back to guitar music. Okay, but I wasn't very good. So <laughs> I started making backing tracks for my guitar, and I kind of got more into the electronic side of that. The guitar just went to the side. Really, <laughs> used to like hit it and like, get my digital delay going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Sounds better than me playing. <laughs> <laughs> But now I'm sort of getting a bit better at my guitar and my vocals. So that's sort of where I'm going to, I think. Yeah, oh. next year I think I'm getting to that. Nice. Might start releasing music under my own name. I'm not sure yet. Yeah, because yeah. your artist, tell listeners what your artist's name is. It's... Yeah, no, artist's name is Mama J. Mama J. <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit of a, a, bit of a joke to start with. So <laughs> I never thought I'd actually go anywhere. <laughs> it actually comes from, I was working on the railway with these couple of guys and we was messing about, oh, what? name should we have if we started a band it just come around mama jay for some reason <laughs> i don't know why and then when i started with amuse yeah we had to think of a name i had to think of a name to type in all i had going through my head was mama jay so i just typed it in and uh, there it was it's stuck Amazing. forever since now <laughs> <laughs> i like yeah. it so on the acoustic side of things who do you say your your biggest influences were Wow. Um, someone who springs to my mind is Jimi Hendrix, even though he was acoustic. But mm. in his later years, he was going to acoustic. Yeah. Stuff. I always forget the name. Fleetwood Mac. Love Fleetwood oh, Mac. Yeah, yeah. Well, they uh, I don't know if you remember in Daydream Believers, I said I was going to learn landslide. Oh, yeah. How did that go? Did you do it? Uh, just about. Awesome. <laughs> there's a little. Yeah, there's a little bit in the middle that I can't get. So, but yeah. Okay. So I never used to be able to play other people's songs. Oh, really? I think that's probably what, yeah, a lot of people say, yeah, I could pick up a guitar and listen to a tune and get it, but I can never do that. Okay. I think that's probably why I merged into making my own things. Yeah. It's kind of blessing in disguise, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. It, can, yeah. I think it can get distracting playing other people's songs. It's, yeah, it can, like I find that sometimes I learn a lot from playing other people's songs, but then sometimes yeah. I get too distracted in learning yeah. somebody else's art, and then it's like, well, yeah. what, what do I want to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can <laughs> never fun. do it the same as them, can you? No, exactly, because yeah. it's their art, you know. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. Even my own songs, I play it yeah, a few days later. I won't play it the same. It'd be different. Yeah, exactly. Depends on what mood you're in, to yeah, it's, which yeah. put your emotion into it. And yeah. It's strange. I've, I've never really played with anybody else musically. No? Would you like so, to? No. Yeah, I would do. Wouldn't I? Yeah. Yeah. The people who used to hang around with used to like music, but it wasn't musicians. Yeah. <laughs> so all the music I've made, it's been on my own. It's my own thing. Where do you live? Uh, Newquay, Cornwall. Oh, my <laughs> UK. Sister, my sister used to live there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a lovely place. It's yeah. Lovely. Yeah. You're you're in Italy, aren't you? I live in Italy now, yeah. 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 But I can imagine there's quite a few musicians down in Newquay. There's a few people come out of Newquay, actually. James Morrison, somebody? Or yeah, yeah. Exactly. I can remember those few. Yeah. I'm trying, trying to start busking in Newquay and Truro, I think, this year. Oh, yeah, do that. Try. It'd be really nice. 
it's difficult to find some like musicians to collaborate with i yeah, always definitely. it, it kind of sounds obvious but you know when you when there's more than just you in the studio just like so, yeah. so many other ideas come in and mm. i love collaborating yeah. with people I, yeah, <laughs> I find it really whether it's remixing or you know actually working with someone to get really inspired yeah. But, yeah. Do you, you play the piano yeah yeah I, and... I sing i play the piano uh I, I used to play the flute um yeah and i play the guitar a little bit as well yeah i just play the guitar for fun really i'm not i wouldn't yeah. say that i I'm, <laughs> I'm learning like songs like other people's songs yeah. that i can sing them but yeah. um definitely stronger on the piano i'll pick up my guitar now for every day do you yeah if, yeah if it was just yeah. for a couple yeah, a couple of minutes you know, yeah just... exactly i'm trying to get yeah. into the habit of doing that um because yeah sometimes i'll just I'll, I'll play it and get really into playing it every day and then i'll put it down and i won't touch it for yeah. weeks and then yeah, yeah that's no good just try and just yeah. play it every day actually a good way is my a lot of people might disagree but i actually play it while watching tv to distract myself yeah <laughs> so i think the best way to learn anything is to teach young like your subconscious mind yeah so if you just keep playing like something just like a couple of notes over you kind of forget you're playing or you're watching tv yeah it's it just teaches it's, it just sticks in your mind yeah like the movements of your fingers and that yeah. <laughs> sometimes i'll try and play the piano with my eyes closed so oh yeah my like my fingers just learn the shape of the keyboard um, yeah and i find I that play, really helps. i play my guitar better with my eyes closed yeah <laughs> Yeah. But you get really self-conscious if you're playing in some front of people. That's trouble. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's something you ought to work on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Audience connection. <laughs> yeah. I can play in something really good and my wife will walk in and I'll go, it'll all go to, ah, yeah. I can't play anymore. I'll have to put it down. <laughs> Stage fright. <Yeah. flight. laughs> yeah. That's something I ought to work on this year. Yeah. Well, the busking <laughs> will help with that. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned earlier that your brother was had Dex and was in DJing. Did he play in at parties and clubs, or was he more? He, he used to a bit. Yeah, he's given it all up now. It years all ago. Up. Oh. Yeah, he's a builder now. Is he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he doesn't do that more. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. No, no, not at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my cat's distracting me. She's chasing something around. <laughs> <laughs> They keep bringing these big July bugs in, like massive things. Oh, really? Yeah, they keep buzzing around the bedroom in the middle of the night. Oh. Our cat likes to bring lizards to us. Lizards? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I had bad ear. Yeah, she likes hunting. <laughs> yeah, I think they all do. Yeah. So what... Um, oh. Let's move on to... Because Matt has some super interesting questions, and I don't want to ask yeah. more questions... And like override his so um yeah. let's yeah let's start with his questions he said with such a high output rate what <laughs> criteria do you set yourself for an album release is it the next best set of songs or do you work to a theme or concept um i don't think i really work to any sort of thing it just just comes just out comes yeah i'll say i'll record a few songs like the basics of the songs and then I won't touch it for a while and I'll move on to something else. Yeah, just keep recording something. Once I get distracted from that one and move into a different kind of style, I'll just start a brand new song. Yeah. yeah. And then does that does that then go get earmarked for a different album? Do you try to keep all of your albums uniform in kind of style and 
sound or I'm trying to now. Albums in the past have been a bit mixed up. Okay. I had an album says one plus six. Called it one plus six because it had sixteen tracks on it. <laughs> not very not very imaginative. <laughs> <laughs> but every three tracks is mostly uh, electronic music. Yeah. Every three tracks put like just acoustic track in there just to break it up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> just a bit random. Yeah. The last album brought out Christmas. That was pretty much more elect- more electronic stuff. Yeah, we're, tr- we're trying to break it off now actually. Keep the electronic stuff and the acoustic stuff separate. Yeah, yeah. So you mentioned you're going to start maybe releasing your acoustic stuff under your own name. Yeah, I might do. I'm not yeah. quite decided yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's interesting. So you kind of just let the creativity flow and see where it takes you. Yeah, yeah. The creativeness just comes from inside, doesn't it? It's the emotions. Yeah. It depends how you feel at the time. Yeah. I've found I can record loads of stuff and it all sounds like crap. <laughs> just because <laughs> you're so so frustrated, you want to make something the more frustrated. You get the worse it sounds. Yeah, it's, it's normally the time. Yeah, it's normally the times when you don't think about it. You just think, oh, I'll pick my iPad up, see what happens, and that's when the best stuff comes along. Yeah, yeah. that's when the magic when you're not really thinking about it. Yeah. Have you ever had to deliver music under like extreme pressure, like to really tight deadlines? No, no, not at all. Really, yeah. no. Yeah. not got that big yet. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no record company or anything like that. But yeah. Actually, I've got a record company. I set up my own record company. Oh, did you? For, yeah. Through Mon, back then it was called Mondo Tunes. That's called Octave. Okay. It's a bit like TuneCore and stuff like that. Yeah. To release my music under now, but you can pay and set up your own record company. In the future, maybe I'll you know sign other bands to my label and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a good uh, idea. It gives all control to yourself. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I think I'll be a record company's worst nightmare, I think. <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't write songs a certain way. It just comes out yeah. as it does. You know. Yeah. I was watching another documentary about Jimi Hendrix. He, he had a lot of trouble with his record company. Did he? So he wanted, yeah, he, he wanted, obviously, managers and record company, he wanted to keep the same style that sells and all that. But because he's a creative person, he just you know, wants to move on. Yeah. Mm. Same like Prince, I was talking about earlier. Mm. It's always the battle between the creative person and the management. Yeah, it's a, it's, I watched a documentary about Michael Jackson a while ago. Mm. It was quite a while ago, actually. And it went <clears> into <throat> the fact how his own record label basically destroyed his career. You know, when he decided that he wanted to leave Sony, I think he was signed to. Yeah. And they, yeah. apparently, they sabotaged they sabotaged yeah. his album i can't remember which album yeah. it was now but i remember like mm. everyone was like oh it's done really badly and it was mm. because sony purposely made that happen <laughs> i didn't promote yeah. it i often kind of think is it blessing or a curse you know to be signed yeah. to a label mm. like how much yeah. of your creativity then is not allowed to be expressed you know yeah you've then got yeah, to make a, a paycheck or you know you've got to turn over yeah. a profit for somebody else it's yeah um, yeah it's interesting when you start digging a little bit deeper into these obviously insanely creative people mm. and the struggles that they face it starts to look a bit different than the like the glamorous kind of rock and roll yeah, lifestyle and, you know, like but yeah, I've, I've looked. I watched a lot of documentaries of different people. Elvis and he had another interesting story. Really interesting, but a lot of these, yeah, they have they struggle with you know, 
the creativeness and the management side and yeah yeah what sells and yeah well the old phrase selling out isn't it yeah, yeah just exactly. to make some money you know can you see yourself ever selling out one day <laughs> no i'm no. trying not to can it remain keep your artistic <laughs> integrity <laughs> yeah i'm trying <laughs> it's hard though i can see you know some company turns up with a big check yeah raise yeah. it <laughs> Oh, you know, <laughs> I see it'd be hard, but, but that's that's the reason why I moved away from the Muse company because oh, really? they said, you know, you got all the profits until they signed to you, and then they, they took fifty percent. But yeah, if they signed you, signed to you, they took fifty percent of the profits. Okay, yeah. But then I thought, no, I, I never want to sign to a contract. Okay. So that's why I moved from them to. Is that my own company? Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. I thought, oh, I can't keep releasing music through them, knowing that I'm never going to want to sign to them. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I moved from somewhere else, yeah. Well, that's very yeah. honest. It was a very honest move. Yeah. yeah. It'd eat away at me inside. Yeah, keep, exactly. <laughs> keep releasing this music and, you know, then they say, oh, you're pretty good. I want to sign. No, I don't want to sign. I just want to keep releasing music yeah. for free. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, well done for being <laughs> yourself and moving away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Matt had another interesting question, which we've kind of touched on a little bit already, but we can, I guess we can discuss mm. it a bit more in depth. He asks, are your albums solo efforts or do you find collaborators or contributing artists? Um, if you do find contributing artists, how do you find them? They're all solo at the minute. Yeah. I am looking. I do know a drummer, actually. I haven't seen him for a while. I'd like to do some collaborating with him and just see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah, yeah some interesting rhythms and beats and then glitch it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a date in mind when you're going to start working together? No, not really. Something for the future. Yeah, yeah I think so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cool. We'll go to another question. He submitted six. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Yeah, I did read them, but I've forgotten them. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> okay. So his next question was, what are your preferred distribution channels? Um, yeah. Have you encountered any pros or cons with those you have tried? So you obviously had that chatted about a muse. Apart from the fact that they do act as a record label uh, and they use that they kind of use their distribution channel as a bit of a an a and r i guess don't they mm, but apart yeah. from that did you f have any other issues with amuse no there's really good yeah it's had really a nap on my phone i could check you know who was listening all that yeah yeah yeah, yeah they're yeah. really good but i say i just felt bad for releasing my stuff through them knowing i was never going to sign so. yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah so yeah, I went to Mondo, Mondo Tunes, but they've changed the name to Octave now. Yeah, they're, they're really good. They'll, you can pay extra money and they'll promote your music. Okay. I'll also use Song Trade. Okay, they, yeah. You can upload your music to them and they'll put it out to TV and film and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I've not had look on that, that yet. Okay. But I've heard, let's see, what's the other one? There's TuneCore. Yeah. If you sign to them... They'll do both. You can take them out. They'll sell it out to Spotify and all that sort of thing and TV and film. Okay, so they uh, act yeah. as a, a kind of promotion <clears throat> and publishing yeah. company as well. Yeah. Interesting. 
Yeah. yeah, there's quite a few out there now, actually. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to sign to a big record label. But no, you don't. It's true. Yeah, but I know they do. It is will help your publicity. You know, yeah. 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 That's the one thing they 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 do have the right contacts with. Yeah, I was going to say it's definitely who you know, isn't it? Not what you know. Sometimes. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I was thinking about that this morning, and you know, I really. I really do believe in the DIY method and I think it's mm. great that musicians can have autonomy, like creative autonomy and just autonomy mm. over their own music. But I do sometimes think that that, that, that is a double-edged sword sometimes because, you know, mm. musicians haven't spent their lives building up PR contacts like a PR yeah. company has, you know, and it hasn't, we haven't necessarily spent our lives becoming marketing geniuses like the marketing yeah. department of a record company has. And so yeah. I am realizing that there are pros and cons to both avenues mm. and that yeah. being a 100% independent artist yeah. is, is hard work, <laughs> you know, and like, it is. You, yeah. you do need to, what I'm learning now is that, you know, like I do need a PR agent and mm. to help with that side of things because I don't have the right yeah. contacts. I think part of being an independent musician actually is about accepting and knowing what your skills are and yeah. focusing on that whilst, yeah, kind of outsourcing other stuff to the people that are specialists. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a big minefield out there. <laughs> it is, yeah. And like yeah. finding the right PR company as well is, mm. you know, uh, there's a lot yeah. a lot to choose from out there. Something I'm going to work on in the future, I think. Past few years, I'm can't concentrate on the music, getting that right. Yeah. A few years, years after that, I'm trying to start promoting it. Yeah. One way or the other, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think everything happens when the time's right, you know, and I think that's another part of being an independent musician is like knowing yeah. when the time's right to start seeking yeah. a manager or a PR agent. Yeah. Stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Kind of that age old saying you like don't fit the cart before the horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely sounds like you're probably close close it's close the time for you to have a PR mm. agent with Six, yeah. six albums or seven <laughs> <laughs> yeah matt also asks how are you promoting your work and what have been the most effective approaches really good question i don't know really the promotion i've got really is the facebook and instagram stuff like that at the minute so that's what you're yeah. using like social media mostly yeah the record company octave they you can pay them a one-off fee and they'll put your but like an advert or what, I'm not sure what you call it, out in like a music magazine sort of thing. Okay. Yeah, like an online music magazine. Okay, yeah. yeah. Do they, and do they do that for every release? No, you have to pay extra for it. But okay. I said, that's something I'm working on at the minute, really, promotion and all that. Promotion, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm still working on getting a quality product. Um, it's, it's okay, my music. <laughs> you know, it's always better you could always make a better you know, music musician yourself i'm sure pretty sure you can you know listen back to it and think, oh i could do that different or that would sound better doing like that and yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, think... yeah it's it's never perfect is it no it's never perfect <laughs> no <laughs> might think sound perfect at the time when you upload it but, oh you listen back think oh i could have done that yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think it's, again, it's a case of learning, like, learning when to draw a line under something. 
because so yeah. many so many musicians or creatives in general you know they just won't put what they're working on down um, mm. they keep going back to it and tweaking it and tweaking yeah. it and they don't ever send it off or you know do yeah. anything with it and i think fine you know you do need a period of growth where you are honing your craft um yeah where your music isn't ready to be released yet but then you've <clears throat> got to just take that leap at one stage and start releasing yeah um, yeah and then it's interesting i find to kind of look you know look back over your releases and listen to where you were <laughs> yeah. you know like 10 yeah. years ago or whatever when you first started and then listen to where yeah. you are today and it's like well god where am i going to be 10 years from now you know like what mm. <laughs> it's great that you're just releasing you know and you're not you're not you're not holding yourself back from being prolific um, yeah. you know in the quest for perfection <laughs> yeah which i think yeah. is what I, holds so many creators back oh, yeah i know it's perfect but i'll just release it anyway <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah if i like it then there's got to be you know, there's billions of people out there in the world. There's got yeah. to be someone else that likes it. Absolutely. The yeah. most important thing is that you're happy with it. You know? Yeah. I made one album sale, but I didn't buy it myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, can't, I can't admit I often buy my own albums on iTunes. <laughs> I get the money back, so it circles around. Yeah. <laughs> but it just, yeah, it's, it feels good to have the money come back in. Yeah. Yeah. I quite often listen to my own tunes on Spotify, you know, yeah. just to kind of analyse it and plus I make money out of it. It's only like a couple of pence a track. A couple of pennies. <laughs> Still looks even, good. It's when... like 0.002. Yeah. There's not even a penny. But, yeah. yeah, not even that. <laughs> Point two of a penny. <laughs> yeah. Still looks good though. I get my list like once a month. It tells like where it's been listened to and all over the world. Yeah, nice. some people are listening to my tracks. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. Somebody's out there liking it. Yeah, and that's <laughs> yeah. the beautiful thing about the like the digital music era is that people, yeah, anyone is it's there for anyone to listen to yeah. and discover. Whereas when <laughs> yeah. it was only CD or cassettes, obviously mm. your outlets were so much more limited. I do like how technology allows creators of any type of art to, to reach, you know, a global audience potentially. Yeah. It's a really beautiful thing. And so everyone's a bit scared when it first came out, when they all these sharing online and stuff. Yeah. I think it's evolved now. It's it has everyone was a bit apprehensive at first. Yeah. So I watched that was it documentary on Netflix about Dr. Dre and Is it the Defiant yeah? Ones? Defiant Ones, that's it, yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah, I got to watch that. Yeah, so you were watching the Defiant ones. Yeah, I was talking about well, when the, all the sharing online stuff came in. I thought it was like the the death of music and you know, all that. Right. But I think now it's kind of you know it's come full circle. Yeah. You know, it's given the music back to the artists. Yeah. Yeah, it's cutting the record labels out. It's good, but it's not. Yeah. Like I was saying earlier, it's quality control and all that. You know. Yeah, I probably do put out singles out there, albums out there. That's probably not really up to scratch, but you know, it's <laughs> from the heart, you know. It's yeah, exactly. You're you know, it's, expressing yeah, yourself. It's not perfect, but yeah. But like you said, you know, like there's seven billion people in this world. Yeah. There's, and I think it depends what you want out of your career. You know, like if yeah. if you if you want to be the next major signing to a record label, mm. then you know obviously your work has to be according to their standards. It has to be of a certain yeah. quality. Yeah. 
if you just want to release music to give yourself some creative satisfaction and to express yourself then it doesn't Mm. have to be perfect it doesn't have to be this massively polished production and i think that is what's what is beautiful about what happened in the digital music revolution yeah definitely (laughs) creative freedom (laughs) yeah (laughs) and matt's fifth question he was saying um from a techie point of view what setup does james have for his recording which we touched on Um, a bit briefly yeah showed you earlier yeah Got my little brewer over here. Basically, I do most of my iPad. Practice on the guitar and with the iPad, you can just take it anywhere. Yeah. Take it down the beach or whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. You can play the drums on the fingers because it's touch screen. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been practicing my drums on there and cymbals and everything. And I see yeah. you've got a mic there as well. So, do you hook your mic up to an audio interface that you then plug into the iPad? Yeah, it's got. Um, Things in the back here, plug your mics into. Got two in, inputs there, and that. I haven't got an electric acoustic, it's just a normal acoustic, so I have to get a mic really close to it. It's a metal strung guitar, but with nylon strings on it. Okay, gives it a bit of a dip. I don't know, it gives it a bit of a different sound to it. Yeah, <laughs> and what, what have you got around your iPad? Is it is it a kind of like audio interface casing that has all the like inputs and outputs yeah yeah it just plugs in yeah it plugs in. it's called iDoc. oh cool yeah, I, got a, yeah, I got a few years ago oh what's that <laughs> capsizing guitar <laughs> yeah, yeah so put plug my electric into it and everything yeah that's amazing hi just yeah. like technology's the standard yeah i know i've got a digital delay unit down there but never really use it okay because it's got it all it's got it all on the cubase so yeah, exactly. Yay. Mess around with it afterwards. Yeah, like the stock yeah, plugins on Cubase are really yeah. good. Well, Cubase is too, I think it's called. What is it you use? I use Ableton. Um, uh, Ableton, Ableton yeah. Mac, yeah. I've used all yeah, of them. Like, I've used FL Studio, Logic, Cubase, and Ableton to me was just the most intuitive. Like, mm. as soon as I sat down with it, I was like, whoa, this can do less, <laughs> less, less, and my, a lot of my yeah. friends at the time were kind of moving from like Logic and FL Studio to Ableton and they were kind of showing me stuff and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. So yeah, I've landed on Ableton and yeah. ain't no one going to turn me away from it. Oh, like, no. I love it. I yeah. love it. Yeah, it's yeah. whatever you get used to, isn't it? I suppose, yeah. Yeah. They've actually just released, sorry, like <coughs> super techie chat to people that aren't really into the techie yeah. stuff, but they recently <laughs> released an update and because um, they released Ableton 10, was it this year or last year? Maybe it was last year. Uh, and then they released an update for it a few weeks ago and it's just amazing. You know, like yeah. the stuff that they've added to it. It's like, whoa, mm. I thought it was amazing before and now it's quite even better. Yeah, so, yeah. Cubase is the same. They keep releasing these new apps and add-ons you can do to it cool. it's like really amazing yeah yeah that's cool that's cool <laughs> yeah see it seems like yeah i guess you know as techno- technology advances and you can do more with less um, yeah obviously that's reflected in in like what our daws can do you know it's like now I have a VST that's called East West Symphonic Orchestra. And mm. I've basically got an orchestra inside my computer, you know. Yeah. The, <laughs> the sounds that it, you can get out of it, it's like, whoa. Yeah. Sounds like yeah. a real orchestra. 
So, um, yeah. yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> anyway, this is supposed to be about yeah. you, not me. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm interested to have you as well. <laughs> oh, you go. Yeah. When I first started back into the music, so I bought the iPad. I was actually living in a tent near Bournemouth, no way. <laughs> St. Leonard's campsite. Oh. I was working on the railway around there. I could actually plug my guitar, electric guitar, into my iPad in this tent, and that's where I that's where I record my sort of first comeback album, if you call it. Yeah. No way. What did you call yeah. it inside the tent? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that'd be a good idea, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was amazing. I could sit out in the field, record this album. Aww, you know, that's what you want. Because you know, all, all the power is in the iPad, it doesn't have to have no electric. I want to get an iPad now. <laughs> 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 yeah, you I was going to ask you, like, there's another part of Matt's question. Aside from your guitars, mm. do you have any mm. instruments that you particularly like using in Cubase? Like, are there any VSTs that you... For, for listeners that don't know what a VST is, it's like a, a virtual, a virtual synthesizer that comes inside yeah. your music production program. Do you have any favourites? Yeah, I do have a keyboard. I can play on about now and again. But you do have the touch drum pads as well. So it's yeah. quite good just to mess about on that. That's got any out. I was going to get out, but I'd probably knock everything over. <laughs> <laughs> I've got that I use sometimes. Oh, cool. That, like that, a MIDI controller. Yeah, it plugs into your iPad and makes some nice sounds out of that. And in yeah. terms of like synthesizer sounds, <clears throat> do you have any favourites that are inside Cubase? Don't have any favourites now. I just I use them all. Just keep experimenting. Yeah, there's always bringing us new stuff out as well. It's it's a minefield. Yeah, you go in there. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, you just, I often just have lose yourself in it message yeah. me they're like oh Lizzie you got this new thing and I'm like no no I've just I've shut the doors like don't tell me about yeah. these things they're coming out <laughs> I like the things that I've got I'm going to keep sticking those I can't make my mind up it's stopped playing different things there's so many different alter it so many different ways yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you find that you're drawn to a certain type of sound like for me I love mallets you know like xylophones and mm. things like that I just love them yeah. I always like default to bass yeah. my bassist Base, like my fun foundation yeah, do you yeah. find yourself drawn to any particular type of- i'm not sure it depends what i'm doing i'm playing trying to play some acoustic guitar or something i'll just have a basic like cymbal or stick thing like tapping in the background yeah and then you bring a big bass drum in there so now and again just yeah to, yeah <laughs> i don't know yeah i'll just experiment you know whatever you feel like at the time yeah nice yeah. open to everything <laughs> yeah i put it to rest for a couple of weeks come back to it and i'll stop messing around with the, like the panning and stereo and delays and keep it i'll just experiment a lot really to be honest brilliant i'm still at that stage really yeah yeah <laughs> that's good it's the, it's the best way to go <laughs> yeah i can record like 10 tracks and there'll be like one that sounds good <laughs> Yeah. yeah do you ever like? Do you record? Like, do you sometimes record? Um, maybe yourself playing a synth line, or like on the guitar, mm. or singing, and then yeah. do you, like chop bits up and like sample yeah. them and like. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. There was a new thing I learned like last year actually that I could actually make samples on the Cubase. Never realised before. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could bring it into this app and you could chop it up and reverse it or whatever. And yeah, yeah. yeah and then you could dedicate it to a certain key. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, things get, yeah, things get really fun when you start learning that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Music's just it's one of those things. The more you get into it, the more you 
there is to know about it. Absolutely, you know I mean? yeah. yeah. Definitely. <laughs> You're never going to know it all. <laughs> no. no, especially not yeah. these days. <laughs> yeah, that's what keeps you interested, I think. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> Any more questions from Matt? <laughs> yeah, a few actually. There's the last, part of, um, <laughs> the last part of this question. He asked, "Does do you mix and master all of your own work yourself?" Yeah, yeah, I do everything myself. Yeah, mm-hmm. start to finish. What's what's your mastering process? What does that look like? I said, I just do it all on the iPad. Everything, yeah. Really? And do you master in Cubase, or do you kind of use a third party app to do that? Yes, yeah, it's, yeah, it's all, all in Cubase, yeah. yeah. Do you use mostly the Cubase stock plugins to, yeah. to master? Yeah, yeah, I do it all in that, yeah. Wow. Yeah. If I had the money, I'd get myself a big studio, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a big big famous yet. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love yes. to have my own studio one day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what do you do? Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> make do what you got, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, yeah. I'm finding it really inspiring just learning how resourceful you are. You know, yeah. a lot, so many people get stuck on, oh, I don't have X, Y, and Z, so therefore I can't yeah. start creating. But like you're a shining yeah, example you to the fact that yeah. that's, that's just a, a make yeah. obstacle. Oh, yeah, definitely. I remember yeah. years ago seeing bands making drums out of dust band lids and stuff like that. You yeah. know, it's, every sound is a. It's a mu- yeah, it's it's a vibration that you can make music out of. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to have all the high tech stuff. Yeah. No, not at all. Uh, have yeah. you since you were into dance music, have you have you seen the techno drummer? Might have done. Well, on YouTube. Yeah. He's just this guy, yeah. he sits down and he's got like yeah. hands and like plastic yeah. knobs and whatever Definitely, yeah. whatever he can bang and he's just like there like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. I was like Wow, that's yeah, amazing. You know? Yeah, that's a prime example. You don't need all this high tech stuff. It's exactly. you know, it's in your soul, isn't it? Yeah. Basically, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> so, last question from Matt. <laughs> yeah. What are James's main musical influence, um, which we've covered earlier? Sorry, Matt. I've asked all your yeah. questions for you. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, go to. Was influences. I've watched a documentary about. Because I forgot his name now. I think it's Robert Johnson. Don't yeah. you've heard of him? Yeah, yeah. Like a blues guitarist. Reckons yeah. that's where all blues came from. Is this man called Robert Johnson? It, yeah, really got me thinking. Apparently, he went out, and disappeared for like a year. He came back as like this amazing blues artist. Wow. Yeah, yeah. What you don't have to have special training or anything like that. You know, yeah, it comes from the soul. Basically, good music comes from the soul. It's not manufactured. I started to say, yeah, definitely, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> you had a question. No, that just got me thinking. Actually, yeah. Did um, did he have like music tra- musical training? No, no, no. He was terrible. He used to play in these clubs in the nineteen thirties. Everyone used to have to get off stage and that, and <laughs> he wandered off. Like came back as like really good. <laughs> wow, wow, that's really inspiring. Yeah. Cool story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, Matt. Your last question I also already <laughs> covered. Has he set out to write in certain genres as a result or just gone with the flow? <laughs> no, I think my music is genreless. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't put it into, I don't know how you do, but I upload my music and it says, oh, what genre is it? I, I'm just trying, trying to think, I don't know. 
after listening to it over and go, I think oh, I'll put it into that. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. It's, yeah it's, I find it really hard to, to genreify my own music as well. Yeah, like my general like, is like classical electronic fusion with a pinch. Yeah, of there's not there yeah. that exist on a muse. <laughs> no. I normally cop out, but EDM, electronic <laughs> dance music, yeah, it just covers it all then, doesn't it? Yeah, I suppose but, so. Yeah. Uh, I think the last single had a bit of a hip-hop style to it. I bet you could put low-fi hip-hop then. Hip-hop, trip-hop, <laughs> yeah. hip-hop, chill step. <laughs> yeah. You say that album was about one plus six, it was like EDM, and the next track was classical. <laughs> <laughs> Broaden my horizons, you know. Yeah, and look at everything. <laughs> that, well, that covers so, all of Is that, is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've covered quite a lot of time. So, good. James, <laughs> I'll, I'll say thank you so much for your time. Oh. And, uh, mm. uh, yeah. Oh, thank been, you. Been <laughs> such an open and honest guest on yeah. the podcast. The first ever interview. <laughs> the first of many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Before, before we say goodbye, um, could you just tell listeners where to find you? Do, do you have a website they could go to? Or... Uh, um, you can find me on Facebook, though. Oh, it's under Mama J at the minute. Mama J, brilliant. I'll put I'll, I'll, I'll add a link so people can click. Uh, and Instagram. Spotify, obviously. Yeah, Spotify, iTunes. Brilliant. Great. Oh, <laughs> Thank you very much, Liz. Again, James. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. It's my pleasure to bring you guests who are experts in their field to help you pursue your passions and achieve your dreams. Hope you enjoyed the show. I'd love to know what you thought of it. So please do remember to subscribe in iTunes and give us a little rate and review. If the show resonated with you, please share it with someone you think would benefit from it. If you have a question or topic you'd like answered on the podcast, head to lizchirelli.com and pop me a message. Huge thanks to everyone inside my Patreon community. It's their generosity that enables me to continue making this podcast. If you'd like to join us and connect with me on a deeper level, just head to patreon.com forward slash Liz Chirelli, where you can sign up quickly and easily. As a patron, you'll get access to the full range of my coaching packages and exclusive early access to all my musical output and special behind the scenes exclusives too.